This is the story about... I want to do it too. Okay, one, two. This is Precious Lives. Stories about kids. Teens. Teens. Guns. Guns. Yeah, we end the violence. Bye-bye. Because, because we are precious. Because we are precious. I'm Eric Vaughn. This is Precious Lives. Federal law requires background checks for all guns sold by licensed dealers. But that leaves a lot of loopholes at the state level, like gun shows or some online sellers. In most states, including Wisconsin, you can still buy a gun without a background check. Last year in Milwaukee, close to 70 percent of gun homicide suspects owned their guns illegally. They wouldn't have passed a background check. That was the case with Radcliffe Houghton. Four years ago, he walked into the Azana Spa with a semi-automatic handgun. He killed three people and injured four more. Elvin Daniels' sister died in the shooting, and the event challenged Elvin's views on gun ownership laws. Wisconsin Center for Investigative Journalism reporter Bridget Bowden has the story. Testifying before Congress in Washington, D.C., asking lawmakers to tighten gun laws was something that Elvin Daniel never expected to do. The experience was unbelievable. But in 2014, he found himself before the Senate Judiciary Committee. Thank you, Chairman. White House, Chairman Leahy. Senator Grassley. He introduced himself like this. I'm a Republican. I'm an avid hunter, a gun owner, and I enjoy using my guns for target practice with my family and friends. I'm a strong supporter of the Second Amendment and an NRA member. And then he added something many people wouldn't expect to hear from someone who loves guns. I also believe in common sense, sensible gun laws. He asked the committee to consider requiring background checks for all gun purchases, including unlicensed sellers online and at gun shows. It was something he could do to honor the memory of his sister, Zena Houghton, who was killed in the Brookfield Spa shooting. I am here today to speak with my sister, Zena. I speak for Zena and my entire family because Zena's not here to speak for herself. Two years after that testimony, I visited Elvin at his home in northern Illinois. Hi. Hi. Bridget. Bridget, nice meeting you. Elvin Daniel. He takes me to the living room and asks his wife Cheryl to join us to talk about what happened to his sister Zena. I need your support, my dear. <laughs> they show me some photos of Zena. This is when she graduated from beauty school. Oh, wow. And this was a picture with her oldest daughter when she was younger. In the photo, Zena's daughter is sitting in her lap, and they're both smiling. Zena was a... Uh... She was a very loving person. She, uh, she cared about people. She always stood up for people. She saw the best in people. She had the smile when she walked in the room. She used to light up that room. In 2012, Zena was in an abusive relationship with her husband Radcliffe. In October of that year, he went to the Azana Spa where she worked and slashed her tires. She filed a complaint and was granted a restraining order against him. That order prohibited him from owning a gun. If he had tried to buy one from a licensed dealer, he would not have passed the background check. So instead, he went online to a website called armslist.com. He posted... Serious buyer looking for a gun ASAP, have cash, uh, 
I think he posted what caliber he wanted and all of that. And I think that afternoon, around 3 o'clock, they met at a McDonald's parking lot. And he bought the gun, paid with cash, without a background check. And then the next day, he walked into the salon and shot seven people, killed three, and then he took his own life. Elvin was at home when he found out his sister Zena had been shot. That Sunday afternoon, I was in my garden. I was breaking down the garden, taking down tomato plants. And the thing was around noon, I got a call from police from Brookfield Police Department. And we didn't find out that she was dead until about 4.30 that evening. Alvin's immediate thought was to go get the youngest of Zena's daughters, who was 13. So that was, that was the first uh, priority. Next priority was to get Zena's body back and uh, give her a, a burial. After that, he got shared legal custody of his sister's child, his niece. His wife Cheryl says it was a difficult time. Being the only son in the family, the only boy, he had a lot of responsibilities to take care of with the family at that time. But what bothered Elvin the most was how Zena's killer got his gun. Elvin owned guns, but had always gone through a background check when he bought them. We started to find out that people actually can get guns without a background check. And as naive as I was back then, I thought because I go through a background check, everybody did. So we started to find out about all these loopholes that we have in our laws. In Wisconsin, unlicensed sellers like many people who advertise on armslist.com don't have to conduct background checks. That's different than the law in Illinois, where Elvin lives. Within a couple months, I woke up in the middle of the night and I said, you know, we need to do something about this. And that's when we got involved with, with lobbying for universal background check. Elvin met with state and city lawmakers in Wisconsin to ask them to require background checks for all gun purchases. He was invited to the State of the Union address in D.C. And he was invited to speak to the U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee about what happened to his sister. Every happy family milestone is now covered with sadness. Mother's Day is now a day to survive rather than celebrate. Because we know that Zena isn't here to watch over her girls. Now, two years after that testimony, he says it's still hard to talk about. There was a time I couldn't even speak about it. I, I would open my mouth to utter words and tears would come out and I couldn't speak. So... You know, time makes it a little bit easier, but, you know, there's a hole there. They'll always be there. That's never going to go away. On Alvin's coffee table, there's a bowl of purple bracelets and ribbons. So the bracelet is for the love of Zena. And on the inside, it said prevent domestic abuse. They've passed out hundreds of them as they've traveled to lobby for background checks. It's nice to leave something with someone's name on it because there was a person attached to this. Losing Zena was a tragedy, and for Elvin, it was also transformative. I mean, the day before that, it was one of those, I was one of those that says, you know what, leave me and my guns alone. I still feel that, but I believe that 
everybody should go through a background check when they buy a gun to keep guns out of people that shouldn't have them. People like the man who shot his sister. Uh, Had he gone through a background check, he wouldn't have been able to buy a gun. Chances are Zena may still be with us right now. And experts agree. Researchers from the Johns Hopkins Center for Gun Policy Research found that when states require background checks for all gun purchases, gun violence goes down. Several bills have been proposed in Wisconsin. Just this past year, a bill that would have required all firearm transactions to go through licensed dealers was proposed by Democrats. But the Republicans who control the legislature never scheduled a hearing. Still, Elvin says he's not giving up. I I think that's, that's the best thing we can do to save lives. I think that's the first step we need to take. You know... Is one life, is it not worth it to go through a background check just to save one life? Ten lives? I, I mean, one is enough enough. Meanwhile, Zina's oldest daughter is also taking action in response to the shooting. She's currently suing armslist.com for wrongful death of her mother. For more information about how background check laws vary by state, visit our website, PreciousLivesProject.org. Precious Lives is produced by 371 Productions in association with WUWM, WNOV, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and the Wisconsin Center for Investigative Journalism. We're supported by the Isabel and Alfred Bader Fund and the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. Music by Kiran V. 